0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're at into the world. And this is Blog Talk Radio's presentation of Against the Night Radio, which is, of course, now Elder Talk. And I, and I mention it the the evolution of things because we've been at this for eleven years, and I'm very glad to announce that uh, we've gone over 3,200 episodes, not not shows episodes, which sometimes contain two to three shows each. But tonight, um, I think we're dealing with uh, something here at Elder Talk. I'm Sir Ed Carell, retired first elder, and I'm so glad for that. And we've got great people. And this week, especially, I've been dealing with the concept, the idea of what 10 years looks like. Everybody knows how I've been trying to express my life, one of the things I learned about building these larger projects that I've done, is that we overestimate what we can do in a year, underestimate what we can do in a decade. Thank you, Tony Robbins. I learned that very well by Anthony Robbins. And over the years, I think there's a lot of value to that. And I also learned another one It says, don't underestimate the power of a minute to change someone's life. Simultaneously, these have come up forward. And I've seen how... Lots of things changed in 2020 so fast, so quick, in such an amazing way. And at the same time, um, I saw a lot of long-term projects come into play where we would be ready for 2020 if we had not put in these very long range. And so I believe in something, I'm, I'm coming to the concept that Simon Sinek talks about, which is the infinite game and expressing it more. And so in this time... That is very different than anything we've experienced before. Some of us as individuals may have experienced it, but us as a whole, no, not really. I know why I haven't. Okay. So there's nine virtues in the Karelian tradition, and I'm going to go ahead and give them to you right off the bat so we know what we're talking about. Honesty, practicality, courage, sincerity, generosity. Compassion, modesty, service, and piety. Um, and, and in a large sense, this isn't too far from Aristotle, it's not that far from any of the golden light or any of the sort of very positive energies. Honesty, to be honest. Practicality. I think that's one of the the biggest backbones of Karelian tradition. We are a practical to it. Uh, tradition, and that we we see you don't have to accomplish magics and miracles all the time, but just being accomplished is enough. Courage is certainly a strong one, and I think that's true of all people. I think that's the one trait that gets you. Sincerity. This one gets me in trouble, um, to be sincere. Generosity. We do have an outpouring of generosity in our tradition. Compassion. It's a hard one. That's one, one, one. That's most hard for me. Modesty, um, even more so. I, no, I'm. I joke about the fact that I'm a truly am. I, I do live a modest life. Service, which is I think emphasized heavily in our tradition, and piety or piety. Um, that's the devotion to the gods. The devotion to this sort of life. So all of these together makes up basically the the basket of beliefs that basically of skills, values, trades, whatever you want to call it, um, and uh, ideas that you want to build into it. For me, and especially now that I've been spending all this time thinking about and writing about um, this idea of what do we exist as, these are the rules that we create for ourselves. These are the kind of the ideology that we create for ourselves and as a community. And because of these rules, because we believe we should at least try to be honest, we are honesty, we should try to be practical, we should be brave, we should be sincere, we should be generous, we should be compassionate, we should be modest, we should be in service, and we should be in piety. As long as we all agree to this, we can then either then he says, set a rule where you must be, yeah, that's right, you must do this, or you can't be a part of our society. And I think that's very what we're used to when we talk about religion. That's what we're used to about the church. That's what we're used to about all of it. Or do we have this idea, this is our self-help group, our ability to kind of say, can you help me be honest, and maybe I'll help you be courageous. For me, um, I will tell you that service is probably where I excel most in the Coraline tradition. I love providing service, and I create – Opportunities for others to provide service. Uh, Modesty, of course, as everybody knows, I live very humbly. And I try to get more voices out of there than just my own. Um, I'm often the end of the generosity because I I do so poorly (laughs) actually raising. I do so well raising money, but I do so poorly in my own finances. Um, But I look to others for, for piety. I look to others for compassion. Um, in our tradition. I think there are people who have so much more than I do. Well, there's not even a question on vanity. I am not there. Compassion, I think there's a lot of great things on it. Um, and so that's it. So so we all have some of these traits. And when we work as a cooperative community, we're able to, as a community, emphasize these much more because we have people there that we're willing to share that space, that attention, that magical place we call the K- Karelian community, the Karelian church, the Karelian practicality, the global mind think that we were creating, the hyperreality where we hope to have a better life, not just for us, but in the infinite game of those who come after us and, and, and to give a better life to those who have come before us. And what do you mean by that, Ed? That's where paity comes in most in the Karelian tradition. We just don't want to do well for us. And we just don't want to do well for the future, though I'm an emphasis. My emphasis is all future. Um, But also that we want to make it better for our ancestors. And that's a very strange idea, that we want to make their lives, their afterlives, their spirit lives better. And how do we make it better? By making them more remembered. By making them deal with us. To see themselves in awe. And we continue on having this great life, this amazing sort of life we're living. And with this basket of common traits, these common virtues, and that's what they are, virtues, they're not commandments, they're not orders, and each generation, each individual will have to interpret them for themselves. You know, let's be honest about it. You know, for me, honesty is a hard one to deal with because I just don't want to hurt people's emotions, and I don't think everybody needs to know everything. So as a first elder, one of the things I have been is I said, I mean what I say, and it's this idea of honesty that I mean what I say. I'm willing to fail so often. has made it really difficult to, see, to be seen in that aspect of it. Practicality, yeah, that's mine. I often find practical solutions. which School and all of what we do is built on that practicality. My skills my belief in practicality emphasize everything. Progress over perfection. Don't you know, overestimate what you do in a year. Every part of the teaching that I would say that we would know as Sir Ed Corral or Sir Ed Hubbard, um, what, I, what I teach more than anything else is practicality. I do. I actually, and it's online practically. Let's be very, very specific. Courage. I'm courageous. I'm fearless. I'm brave. Uh, I try to inspire others to do so. I don't really care. I do things that other people won't, and there are people who do things that I would never think about doing. it. Sincerity. Um, I don't think that, for me that virtue is something I'm still working on. Um, I try to be sincere. I do. I am sincere, but that's a tough one for me. Generosity if i'm anything impractical I'm also i i my i'm a generous of spirit generous of words um i think a lot of people are i think the the crown tradition is amongst the most generous giver of words givers of thought givers of um love and compassion and blessings and then and yeah so in generosity just oozes from us it just does the crown tradition is just generous uh compassion. There's there's a lot of compassion. Me, compassion is hard, uh, and that's still you know, suck it up, move on. So I'm working on that. Modesty. I live very modestly. I don't I don't live rich. I don't. I live too really low to the ground. I I, I make it so that I have maximum freedom and uh, minimum cost. COVID caught me on the tail end of it, and the only reason why I survived COVID in the shape that I'm in is because of the practicality, the compassion of of Lady Lord Denman and uh, Lord Don Lewis to allow me space that I could live in and to be fed and to be cared for. Yeah, because when I lost from being a speaker in the year. So that is a sign of compassion. And modesty, I didn't need much. I will say I probably uh, it, it probably was something that I did. And, and then modesty that had just a couple bags of clothes. I don't have a lot of ownership. Really humbled me this year. So so I will say that modesty is something that I live. And it's um, been really emphasized in 2020. Service, no matter what I do, I, I'm in the service of the Coralian tradition. Um, it's all about what what do I leave behind in the infinite game? Do I leave something that is going to be more useful to the generation to come? Something that's going to make their lives better. Give them something that will make their dreams more practical to have a better, more fulfilling life. And at the same time, to allow me as a soul, as a spirit, as I reincarnate into the future, that I could have a better life. Yeah. Painting. Painting is my weakest trait. I test the gods. I play with the gods. I do express them. I keep a different relationship than most people around I see. Um, I count on others to help me with the rituals that are necessary. And I'm I'm in the middle of a big one. Oh, boy, am I ever. Um, I find that pretty... Uh, yeah. And so to talk about that, yeah. So I'm caught in a ferry. I think I may have actually I think I may have actually been successful in the general eye. Of of a great deal of force, a great deal of ferry energy, a great deal of number of ferries moving me across. Look up the Faye project. Started a while ago. And that's why we paid the last one because I've had practical verifiable pieces about how we can go move forward. So there we are. So here we are. That's a very short look at the, at the virtues. Now let me offer one last piece and that for, to the virtues, and that is if everybody agrees to the virtues, then the danger, of course, is that eventually people will feel like they have to make it law. And that's going to make this of the day we become a religion. Suffocant and oppressor. How do we keep the Karelian virtues alive as guideposts and not have let anyone in our tradition ever absurd their ability to declare it law? That's a real question. And I don't have an answer for that. <clears throat> I don't think we'll ever have to deal with it in my lifetime. And if I do, then I know how I want to do it. I so, say, no the virtues you can't make it law why would you do that that would be terrible Uh, that would give my arguments and if a majority of Karelians in my lifetime actually decided to make them law that would mean that they've increased their ability to a point where they actually have a great deal of assets and ways to enforce it on a community that's right the Karelian tradition we have no force We have no tools to make anybody do anything. We're the smallest speck, the smallest flea in the religious world. We're a global religion. Yay, 2018. Good work, everybody. Um, But there is still this aspect that we're infinitely tiny. So we have to be in our entire lives these virtues have to be shown to be able to expand ourselves as individuals and to increase their ability to have an impact way beyond just the numbers that have joined our community so far. And we've had that. So far we've had it. I think that we are even improving upon that. But if we need to give people the tools that gives them outsized value there's ability to, to live a better life that's happier, that engages more people, gives them more impact, to create a life in a world that is going to dramatically change and constantly. And I'm very proud of the tradition this year because of how much they stepped in. So I want to give real shout-outs to Chad Blackman this year, Sir Chad Blackman. When we talk about virtues, he lived them as service and all these virtues. He lived them. And he helped lead quietly in my speech of being second. I don't have to be first. I can be second. He's done a really good job. And then we have Lori Blackman, his wife, only coincidentally um, because Lori works really hard. She's been the Aquarellian Press Secretary. She's been the Assistant Dean of uh, Students. She's been really working hard this year to bring things forward. She's helped out with a lot of the festivals. Um, and then we have Jason and, uh who's been this sort of guidance, this sort of team builder. He can put a team together pretty well. And then you have uh, other individuals out there, such as... Um, Liz Ham, uh, Lady Liz, Elizabeth, as she is known, and then you also, and especially, I think this year, Ebony, Lady Ebony. Uh, no, she's not Lady Ebony yet, sorry. Um, Sir Ebony, paladin major, has really come out of this world as, as a as a person in service and practical. And then we've seen Phoenix, and of course, the final one for me to mention right now, and you've been hearing her for the last few months, is Lady Alyssa to step forward and accept the position of first elder. There's no going to be no way uh, as soon as they all sit down there. We're just forming, forming a film formalized. I will never be a shadow first elder to her. Uh-uh. I'm not going to do that. No. When she establishes herself and says, I'm first elder, you know, then she's first elder and she will have that practicality. And she is going to help us build that culture. What culture? The culture that's built on the, on this the nine virtues, the five mystic secrets. Those two pieces are what make Corellians Corellians. And then maybe our, I get the other first elders to talk about the five mystic secrets, but I really, really want us to understand. These virtues guide us. We may eventually add more virtues or interpretations of them. I hope that you'll take a chance to spend some time with them and see where it fits into your world, into your establishment. People are anagram. Yeah, there's a lot of energy towards the anagram for those people out there. There's so many ways to bring it into your life. You don't have to be Corellian to do so. And maybe you create your own virtues. Write down the virtues that you want to. So I have personal virtues. So let me go on with another quick tangent. Um, I have a personal virtue, and that is at the end of my life, I don't want to be. I don't want anyone to. I don't want to be sitting there and saying. I should have done more, could have done more. No, that is a virtual mind. I want to know when I come to the end of life, I did everything that I could, that I will feel strongly that I did everything I per- could. And I do, I feel that very much right now. If, um, please do not take this as this season to be it, but if I were, I were to be amongst the statistics, I still feel like I had a life well lived. I did a lot, I did a lot of things. And I never want to feel bad. So the virtue of living well or living – and I always said it's just I've done everything I could, just everything I could. This a virtue, <clears> that's the virtue of service. And the other one I have, of course, is that for me personally, when they come down to modesty, I just don't like stuff. This one grew up over my life. I just – you won't find me buying a house. You won't find me – doing any of that type of stuff. I really do want to live closely. I want to do more traveling. But for me to be modest is that I don't need to own, you know, materialistic things. I'm not... It doesn't move me in the way to have experiences. I'd rather have... I'd rather have, and I do have, a necklace of conversations than I did a, a necklace of uh, diamonds. In my mind, I have these sort of... Pieces of jewelry is a good way to phrase it, or any number of ways to do it. And these are, are conversations I've had with people. And you want to know? I do have artifacts of that. I have a lot of digital artifacts. I have lots of these episodes and videos of people I've had conversations with them ways ones learns, these podcasts like with you. And they're going to be around for a long time. So for me, that physical modesty, not investing in all of that, wasn't worth it what was worth it was investing in the community and the family, even if I'm a bit of an outsider, even if I'm. (coughs) No, it's not COVID, it's cough. (laughs) You know, we've come to that joke, haven't we, in 2020. So I think that I've invested this time and energy into what we've done. And it's good. I want it for better. You know we have a just cause. We started out you know you know about it comes from my own third virtue. learn anything anywhere anytime. I want to be able to learn anything I want anytime any place, and I do use it. people don't realize I too use that ability, and that you know we could provide a magical education with which cool that's service so that's ultimately the Corellian family is simply one of the 21st century's most glorious creations, I think in some way, it'll become very aware that we will help create ways of living and we will not be a force group. No, these virtues don't allow for it. So take care. Blessed be. That's the nine virtues. And uh, watch for what happens in 2021. I think we're going to see a very big movement and acting on these. So blessed to the First Elders, blessed to the Kirlian ancestors, blessed be to you. And may your day improve and your life become even better. Blessed be.